subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Well, welcome everybody. We have a special segment for you today that we are kicking off a new series and we are going to be calling this the Ninja Coaching Spotlight. My goal with this is to allow you to have a little insight into people that not only have made Ninja part of their business, but has also taken that Ninja to a different level by bringing a coach into their world and how that has affected their business since having a coach. We typically see that people love and you know embrace Ninja and bring it in. And then when they get that extra help, it kind of kicks it up to a different level. So um, real quickly here, I'm going to introduce... Uh, we have Joe Roberts with us today. Anybody who's in the ninja world and has had a chance to meet Joe Roberts, Joe's an incredible ninja. Uh, we're also joined by Joe's coach, which is Mark Johnson. And of course, everybody knows Matt Benelli. Matt, welcome. Good morning, sir. Hello. Yes, good morning. <laughs> so with that getting started, Joe, welcome. I'm so excited to have you on. Give everybody a little bit of background of what marketplace you're in, company you're in with. Please just introduce yourself. Yeah, so my name is Joe Robert. I am uh, the team lead for the NOLA Property Guys. We are a real estate team here in New Orleans, and we work for Rev Realtors and service the greater New Orleans area. How long have you been selling real estate down in New Orleans? New Orleans is beautiful, by the way. I, I don't make it down there. It's so cool. It's a great spot. It feels uh, a little warm this time of year, but overall, absolutely love it. I've been in the business for going on 10 years now. And so 10 years in the business, when did you bring Ninja into your world? Because most people kind of bounce along in real estate and all of a sudden they figure out there's this thing called Ninja selling out there. And they're like, oh my gosh, like that's for me. When was that moment for you? So 2017, the former company that I was with introduced Ninja selling to us as agents, gave us all the book and then told us about this thing called a ninja installation. And I was just like, are they coming in to put furniture in? Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but we chatted. It seemed like it was right for me. And uh, yeah, we hit it. We hit it hard over four days here in New Orleans. And it was one of the better experiences of my life as far as just really going through a true process and helping me level up my game. Could you imagine if you signed up for an installation and they came and just start changing all the artwork in your office and new bookshelves and like, what, what's going on? Oh, this is the installation. It's happening oh, right now. This is the install. We got our, we got our team out there. Well, Joe, going from the installation, like what, what were the first things that you saw or the things that you took and implemented in your business going from being in real estate, not knowing Ninja to now you have Ninja installed in you and your business? What was the first thing that you did? Well, so what I would say is, you know, before it was cult of personality. The only reason why I had any success is just because I think that people liked me. It was a bit like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticked, right? So it was one of those things where it just didn't feel like I had a process. And the, after the Ninja installation, it felt like I had a measurable, repeatable process that I could go back to. Not only could I go back and see what worked, I could go back and see what didn't work, which I think is sometimes more important. Um, so one of the first things that I did was one of the things that they say in Ninja is don't be a secret agent, right? Like don't be an agent where no one knows that you're an agent. So just once I've kind of knew the process, I started reaching out to people, reintroducing myself, letting them know that I was in the business, sitting down, having, you know, live conversations and really just talking to people and letting them talk to me about, you know, everything in life, not only just real estate, but just 
keeping up and catching up with them as people. And I think that that helped really make the process easier. That was the first thing that I did. And of course, following up with handwritten letters after that to just thank them for having those conversations with me because they certainly didn't owe them to me. I was happy to be able to talk to them and take them out to coffee. So it sounds like the rela- that the relationship side of like you're saying, going and getting coffees, reconnecting with people, you now had a process you were able to follow around that, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. At what point were you like, I need maybe something more here? Like, I, like I, I've got this ninja system. It's way better than what I was doing before. I've got a process. I've got a system now to follow. At what point was it like, I maybe need to take a look at finding a coach or help or something along those lines? So for me, it's like, I go, I'm, I'm doing things. I have my first year of 3 million in production. I'm like, wow, 3 million in production. This is great. I'm starting to see that I can make money. Take the ninja class. The next year, I immediately double my production, 6 million. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. They told me that I could double my production. This is amazing. The next year, essentially, I double it again. I do 11 million. And then I say, oh, I'm at a choke point, right? I can't produce anymore. So, you know, instead of looking into coaching, I brought Brett on and then we started working through everything, a little bit more production. But then I was just like, you know what? I'm not really getting the concepts of this over to him in the way that I would like to. I feel like I'm a good team leader, but I think that, you know, having someone outside of it should be good. Then boom, pandemic happens. Everyone is worried about the real estate world. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Most people are like an ostrich just sticking their head in the sand, hoping for a better day. And we just attacked it head on. I said, you know, I've been hearing about the coaching community. There's so many different ecosystems. I remember Ninja and being a part of it. I've kind of strayed a little bit from it. I'm kind of teaching an amalgamation of different things. Let's look into it. I had him read Ninja Selling. Then we called. I talked to you, actually. And then you were like, your energy levels are going to be a better match for Mark. And so (laughs) we joined together. And I will tell you that his ability to really read and, and coach us through has been a tremendous thing. And that's really whenever the true leveling up of the Ninja system started is when you could actually have the coaching bring it all kind of full circle for you. Just to step back for one second, you mentioned it kind of got to a choking point or like a bottleneck because I think a lot of people experience that and they don't they don't realize where to go from there. It's all of a sudden, it's just like, it's almost like if I were to go ask for help sometimes, they're going to give me more stuff to do instead of like helping me figure out this choking point maybe that we're at. Were you able to find some solutions that helped you get past that point? Is that where the benefits maybe happened or was it in another way? No, 100%. I mean, I think that the coaching piece, because the whole thing about Ninja is it's about balance in all things, right? It's about increasing your productivity, but also increasing your you know joy outside of work and making sure that you're not tearing your hair out. I went from producing 11 million and like literally freaking out and thinking I couldn't do any more to comfortably doing 25 million in production the very next year after we started with Mark and then going up to then 28 and we're still in the 20s and just feeling very comfortable we walk into some you know places and we see agents congregating and they're all panicking and talking about how busy they are and me and Brett are just walking in and having that calm feeling and just feeling good and just like man are we are we not busy enough? Why are they 
Why are they freaking out? But <laughs> what are we doing wrong? It, it really is. The systems help, you know, and, and the system works. You have to work the system, like we always say. But one piece that I can say that Mark talked about, and I think that it's from a client-facing perspective, when you make the calls and you check in with your clients, your buyer clients and your seller clients, and they aren't calling you because they need an update, that feeling of calm permeates to everything else. So just doing those calls, when your phone stops ringing because there's less chaos on the other line, because you're doing a better job of educating your people, then you in turn get that piece back. It's incredible. So Mark, bringing you into this too, when you started with Joe and looking at like, I mean, it's been a few years now. What, From a coach's perspective, what would you say are the things that you saw change in Joe's business that really kind of helped him get that feeling that he just described where he's like, wait, well, why is everybody freaking out and we're feeling calm and cool, but we're still cruising here? Joe uses the word controlled chaos a lot, you know, and <laughs> in a positive way, by the way, you know, but I think in the beginning, you know, they're, when they were at that level, how many vacations have you taken in the last couple of years? You didn't have the comfort level to just, you know, be able to take off and go because you had that controlled chaos, so to speak. I think the biggest thing I saw with Joe and then, of course, you know, fed over to Brett is just controlling their business let versus, you know, creating the business and then the business and now controlling them. And, and Joe's like a sponge. I mean, Joe wants to do everything to the highest level. And so when he embraced real estate reviews and he just took those to a brand new level and the customer service calls, I think the biggest thing with Joe is those customer service calls are not transactional calls, they're relationship calls. And that's where I think if you look at the referrals, probably Joe, that you've received over the last couple of years from your under contract clients, that's been a huge increase in your business. No, a hundred percent. I think that one of the biggest things that I can say that I saw immediately was instead of it just being this one and done with my sphere, you know, you're getting it done and then you're you're talking and then you're going to the next person in the group that that needs help, all of a sudden your sphere starts expanding because you're getting referred to people that are their friend that you hadn't met before that you would have never had an opportunity to help before. And so, you know, we always talk about it the RAS, reticular activating system, what you focus on expands. So we started focusing on referrals and we started getting more referrals. We also, as I told you, Mark, the other day, I started focusing about three years ago on referrals out and asking that next question, where are you going to? How can I help you in the next place? And just sitting there and really helping and understand because you truly are helping. When you tell your, when you tell your client, I want this transaction and this involvement to be as smooth as possible, but I hate the idea of not being able to help you in some way with your transition to New York or California or wherever it may be. And then I'm going to go ahead and interview some, some agents that I know, like, and trust up there so that we can help the process. Because if you're going from a ninja to another ninja, you already know that there's going to be a repeatable process. And it's not going to have that weird feeling when you go from a system to a, either a different system or more than likely no system at all. So it's been really, really big as a part of the business as well. So Joe, one of the things that Mark said that I think is really interesting is, is that uh, there's the chaos and there's controlled chaos. And in real estate in general, I mean, there's so many moving parts that you cannot predict. There are things that are going to happen with a home, with a contract, with somebody's work or employment, or you know, last minute when they're supposed to qualify for a loan, they go buy a brand new shiny car and you're like... Ah, like, wait, what did you just do? Like, there is this chaos element of it. But as 
you know, you're, I love how we keep going back to the customer service calls is that, you know, when you are making those, you now can have controlled chaos, which then allows you the comfort, as you were just saying, to go and now enjoy a vacation, be able to get out and walk away. So I want to hear a little bit about that because that that's come up. Mark's talked to me about it. I've heard you kind of bring it up lightly. What does your life outside of this business look like also? Because that's a huge part of what we try to work with with coaching. It's a big and beautiful life outside of work. I, I mean, work isn't everything for me. It provides the freedom that I achieve outside of work, you know? So that's what I say all the time, that success isn't about success. It's about the life that you can live because of the success. So we, my wife and I are absolutely obsessed with camping and we're obsessed with baseball. So the two things don't naturally meet up, but what we do is we do cross-country road trips typically every summer, every fall, and we try to camp in areas that we know are going to be near ball fields. So we've been knocking out professional parks over the last five years together. We're now at, I think, 15 professional ballparks. We're going to do two more this summer, possibly three, and our goal is to get to all of them. And so we're just really, really enjoying that. We have a little teardrop trailer that we bring with us. Um, so we just love doing those things. And then beyond all of that, you know, being able to entertain and have friends over building a house that I am able to just say, you know what, y'all come to me. I don't need to go out. Let's hang out at the pool. Let's have a barbecue. You know, let's host birthday parties over there. And just having that feeling of being able to be a part of that community where people can come over to your house and, and feel like they're a part of it too. Because I think that success is pretty empty if you can't share it with as many people as possible. I love that. I love that. I mean, you think about the core principle of Ninja Selling, increase your income per hour so you can have a life. And it sounds like that's really what you've been able to achieve for yourself while also not only increasing your income per hour, but your overall income as well over these past many years, which I think is is amazing. Are there certain elements of like the weekly routine or the Ninja 9 that you and Brent tend to focus on or there you guys have strengths that you could say is a big factor in contributing to that level of your success? So I think that, you know, systems are systems, right? And so the thing about it is, is we always talk about it. This system is easy. So it's easy to do and it's easy not to do, right? So you really have to focus in on the things that you want to achieve to be able to do it. One of the things that I will say that many people, a lot of people actually don't focus on this part enough in Ninja. I see a lot of people that just do not do the daily affirmations. We verbalize daily affirmations before we start. And Mark knows this. We have spread it to anybody that comes and visits us. So we actually had a construction meeting because we're also the NOLA construction guys. We own a construction company as well. And we had one of our subcontractors come in. He had just come back from a vacation. You know, he's a contractor. He's not just the most buttoned up guy. He's out in the field. He's doing his thing. He's not exposed to a lot of these things. He sits down with us. And I said, you know, Fernando, we're doing our morning gratefuls and uh, we're going to go. And then I want you to give us three things that you're grateful for. He was blown away and he gave us like seven gratefuls. He was so happy to share it because he's like, I haven't even seen anybody do this before. I'm in such a good mood. He called me yesterday. He said, I'm in such a good mood today. I haven't like had any fights with my workers or anything. I said, look, you know, do that more often. So I know it's, you know, we always say like, I don't like to get too woo woo about things, but really what you focus on, it expands. 
So if you focus on the things that you're grateful for, even if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, which we all do, it helps you pull yourself out of that. And everybody says it. You've said it a million times on your podcast. The best ninja is not the ninja that never has a bad day. It's the person that doesn't let that bad day become a bad week. You can't let those things continue to affect you. You got to pull yourself out of that negative quadrant and back into a high positive to be productive. And more importantly, to being productive, to be there for your people because your people need you. I love it. No doubt. Man, that's fantastic. I love the bringing in the people that you work with. Imagine if just, you know, we did that with our lenders and our home inspectors and those types of partners that we have in this business as well. And and the energy that we're we'll just doing with our clients, right? Hey, we're about to go on this journey to buy or sell a house. Like, let's come up with an affirmation that we can say and share to each other so that we can, you know, see success. 100%. I think it's great though. Also, how much more real it gets, Joe, when you bring in an outsider I think it defines that this is who we are. It's not like we're just doing something. I'm going to try it because I'm in my house and it's just me and I'm going to like, you know, do my affirmations and my gratitudes and I'll try it out. When you bring in an outsider like that, like you're literally putting yourself out there as this is who we are. This is what we do. Oh, and by the way, you're coming along for a ride with us right now because you're just happen to be in our environment. That says a lot to that person on the outside of like, what's going on here? Like, this is something I've never seen before, but it's so positive. It's not a not like you walked in on something weird and you're like, okay, you guys are bizarre. Uh, it's just positivity. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And, and Mark can point to this. We are very comfortable with showing everybody who we are from the start. We know that we're not the right agents for everyone, but we don't need to be. We were just talking with Matt before this, you know, I tell people all the time, there's so many transactions. I couldn't possibly do them all. Thank God you're here, right? That's the way that you should look at every other agent. Thank God you're here to help me with this. And that's the thing. It's There's 90% of people are going to be like, Brett and Joe might be a little too weird for us, but that's okay. There's 10% of people that just absolutely bleed the system and love us. And that's who we focus on. I've seen your partner in a sequin jumpsuit. I know that you guys can push the limits every once in a while with people going like, oh yeah, that's my realtor. Yep. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> but you created those fans. Like if you, when you look at the the comments, because one thing I think going into the social media, Joe, you and Brett didn't create social media to get new people in your group. You've expanded the people in your group to create new fans from those people. And when you follow your followers, your group loves you. I mean, you guys are like, they're never leaving your grasp. They're going to be your clients forever. Yeah, we we say we've created a system of gravity and then we have a lot of people rotating around. So, I mean, I think that the biggest thing that we we do is, you know, a lot of people treat social media as a way to just try to get people to watch their stuff, get views, try to get people from different places. And I think that's the exact wrong way to approach it. If you use social media as a form of your 50 live contacts per week, right? If you are using it to become part of the system, you can truly make it work because it's a way of staying in flow with the people that you already know. Most of the people that follow us are people that like and trust us and do business with us. And so it just gives them another peek into our lives. So Joe, I have one last question for you here because the marketplace, as we all know, we talk about it, realtors are leaving the industry. There's a lot of people who can't figure out how to make success happen in this marketplace right now. As we were just chatting a little bit before we hit record, that your numbers are on par with where they were in years prior. Like You're not sitting around going, oh my gosh, the sky is falling. Where are we going to find our next piece of business so we can survive? 
I mean, obviously, I mean, we can kind of lead into this of like what's making that happen, but tell me a little bit about having that control of your business during a time right now where a lot of people aren't. How does that feel? And kind of, you know, tell me just a little bit. I mean, it gives me a lot of peace. You know, it gives me a lot of peace of mind knowing that we're doing the right things. And what we always say is like, you know, it's easy to help during easy times, right? Whenever things are a little bit more difficult, you should be helping more. I mean, that's really just how it works. Everybody needs more help when things get difficult. When the deal isn't as easy, you need to educate more, right? And so it doesn't cost you anything to get a little bit more education. And I I look at it this way. 2017 and now are almost identical. I didn't have Ninja in 2017, right? I have all this knowledge now. And so now I can look back directly in my past and say, look at how much better I'm doing now with the tools that I have now in a marketplace that is almost identical because I'm now prepared. I have a system that works if I work the system. I have a measurable outcome that I can come back to each and every time. I can help more people than ever before because I actually have something that I can offer people instead of just throwing spaghetti at the wall. So again, this is no different than 2017. People just have a very short memory. We know that. I mean, I went to school and studied history, and I can tell you people have a very short memory. There's a reason we have history classes. <laughs> exactly. So I just think when people don't even remember 2017 statistically being almost identical, that tells you that people are truly not focused on what matters. They're focused on what they can focus on. They're, they're picking out the negative pieces that are in the media and they're not really learning what's actually going on. They want to place blame somewhere instead of just trying to figure out a way to help more. That's what I think. Well, you know, just the mindset where you're at now versus in 2017, hopefully it's okay to talk about this, Joe, but um, is you had a transaction a while back. It was a listing, not a seller, right? It was a listing, um, kind of higher priced one. And you were kind of weren't sure if you should give it up or not. I mean, when we talked about it, you and Brett and I kind of talked about a lake where you just kind of came from the idea of abundance. It says, I need to give this up. I don't have a seller. I have a listing and I need to move on. And that created a whole new energy so you could go actually work with other people who were motivated. No, 100%. I think that that is like a brilliant point. And it's funny because when you operate from a system of abundance instead of scarcity, you're not afraid of where the next thing's going to come. You know that it's going to come because you're doing the right things. But one of the things that I didn't look at and the reason why coaching has been so important for me is I would have never thought about that as a drain, right? I would have just said, I have the ability of the abundance so I can keep going even though I have this drain on me. What Mark said is maybe you cut that away so that you can focus all of your abundance on the people who actually need and want it. And so from there, immediately after I let that go, it was a $1.5 million listing. I immediately picked up within two weeks, three listings over a million. So what you focus on expands. I was focusing on, man, I have to really get this done instead of being like, who else can I help that actually wants the help? And that's the coaching mentality. It's just, it's slight shifts. It's micro changes to get the best outcome. Just a percentage difference every time until you just are continually going up and up and up and up so that you don't ride the roller coaster. 
So I said I had one more question, but I lied. <laughs> to kind of put a bow on this, and, and Brett, I want to say, uh, Joe, I want to say thank you so much for you spending time with us today and being part of our world. Obviously, you brought Mark into your world to help you. You, at one point, as we've talked about, reached out saying, hey, I want to bring a coach into my world. It's a scary thing for a lot of people to take that step to bring somebody in who's going to be able to see all the things they're doing and all the things they're not doing. And what would you say to somebody who's kind of sitting out there going like, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, maybe it's time, maybe it's not time. What would you say to somebody who's kind of sitting in that position? Tiger Woods has a swing coach. That's what I would say. It doesn't matter how good you are. You need to have someone that can look at it from an objective perspective to help you grow your business. If the best athletes in the world still accept coaching, why wouldn't you? It just doesn't make any sense. And the thing about it is, is we don't hide the process from people. Everyone who works with us and knows us and knows us well knows that we belong to the Ninja Nation. They know that we have a coach. And I think that people that you want to work with are going to understand, wow, this person is doing everything they can to be the best version of themselves professionally so they can be the best for me and help me the most that they possibly can. Why would you not want to offer that to your clients? Why would you not want to go from a real estate agent to a trusted partner and consultant? That's what you can become when you do the ninja system and of course adding coaching i mean i can't say it more about it coaching has been amazing for me we're going to a session in november to do the ninja installation again so you know i just i believe in it and i don't think there's anything to be scared i mean if you are scared of this i don't know what to tell you because there's just really no fear to be had about getting better i love it i love it matt do you have any last questions amazing no, I think that's that's fantastic. I mean, I'll, I'll have, have a question for Mark as a final question from you as as the coach's perspective, Mark. You know, what's the best advice that you have for people who are who are considering going down the path? Maybe they haven't done an installation, or maybe they have and they're considering coaching. What are what is kind of like one of your best pieces of advice to give to somebody with that similar thing that Garrett had asked Joe? That's a great question. I know. Um... Well, kind of going back how when I hired Garrett, what back what 10, 11 years ago was kind of saying what Joe is, I need somebody to keep me on track. You know, came out of the installation. Guess what? You know, I always kind of use when I'm coaching Joe, kind of seen the rock before, you know, TSW, this, the system works when you work the system. And what happens is it starts working. And then all of a sudden the chaos comes in, life comes in, family comes in. You know, like, here we go again. Here's the roller coaster. I'm done with the roller coaster. And I called Garrett up and said, okay, I'm done. I need a coach. Are you going to be my coach? And I think that was the biggest thing I was looking for. And I think as a coach trying to bring that to like Joe's world is, you know, how do we get rid of the roller coasters to kind of keep the consistency of the business so you can create that lifestyle? And, you know, kind of having that person, like Joe said, you have somebody on the outside looking at some of the things you don't see. You know, Joe is really good. Joe's very coachable. Brett's very coachable. So it's very fun to coach. But they're also send their weekly agenda so you can kind of take a look at what's going on in the world so we can say, hey, Joe, you guys kind of seem to be in a funk. Well, we got 12 deals going at the same time. Okay, let's dial back. Why are you in a funk? Well, Guess what? The customer service calls went stopping for two or three weeks. And I got people calling me Thursday night. What's going on? You know, those are those little pieces that we don't think about that coaching, you know, having that other person, like Garrett said, you know, having that bird's eye view looking over your shoulder going, hey, you're kind of going down the wrong path a little bit. Let's get you back and let's get you under control again. 
Love it. I always say you, we can see problems before they become major problems. We can kind of sit back and be like, do you notice this is happening? So Mark, you have an interesting perspective because you are in real estate also. You are a ninja coach. You've been through coaching yourself. And then to take that now to where you are and being able to help others is absolutely awesome. So I love that you got all these different viewpoints on it. It's a good thing. Well, Joe make, makes you a better coach because it challenges you. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. Well, Joe, I want to <laughs> say thank you to you for spending time with us today. And I think anything, if anybody can take anything away from Joe on the many things that you were able to share, and you got great little one-liners that kind of put things into perspective Joe, what I, one thing I know about you and Mark has shared with me is that you are coachable. You are open to ideas. You are open to learning and growing and listening. You don't think you have all the answers. You don't think you know everything out there. And that is a huge mentality to take if you want to have a lot of success walking into any coaching relationship, whether it's a ninja coach or any coach, whether the coach at the gym or it's a, you know, a, a diet coach or whatever that might be, sports coach. Like that mentality is so powerful. I just want to compliment you on that, man. It's awesome to see somebody who's just like, tell me what to do. What do we got to do? Well, I mean, I always say it, you know, someone already invented the wheel, you know, they already took all the work out of it. Like just, just use it. Right. I mean, I'm not smart enough to create an entire new system for, by which to do real estate. There's a system in place. And if you follow the system, you're going to have massive results. I love it. Well, it's incredible. Joe, thank you. Mark, thank you. Matt, always thank you, sir. Anybody who's listening out there, uh, Joe Roberts is incredible. If you ever need somebody down in the New Orleans area. And um, we just want to uh, just say thanks, everybody, for hanging in with us for a little bit, paying attention. If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to us. And other than that, making it an amazing day. And all of you three gentlemen have an incredible day. Absolutely. And Garrett, I'm going to add for those people listening, go check out our Facebook group, The Ninja Selling Podcast on Facebook. You can find us in there. So if you want to chat about this. If you have questions about this conversation or anything else, join our community there because that's where all of our coaches, Garrett and I, Joe, I'm not sure if you're in there, but you will be in there by the time this goes live, I'm sure. Uh, And uh, it's a great place to be, hang out, learn Ninja. And you don't have to have gone through an installation to be there. So you can get in there, be exposed to what Ninja is all about. So you can see if that's going to fit your business in a good way, which I'm sure it will because it's an amazing system. I might be biased on that, but just the way it works. It's just the facts. <laughs> well, thank you, Joe. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Garrett. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.